Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. In custody after fentanyl pills are found during a traffic stop. I'm Liz Anderson. How likely is it that the Senate will vote to block D.C.'s new crime sentencing guidelines? On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. And does D.C.'s mayor believe the city is being pushed around by Congress? We spoke with Mayor Bowser. It's midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Mayor Rubin in New York. President Biden had skin cancer removed during his physical last month. CBS's Donya Backus. All cancerous tissue was successfully removed and no further treatment is required. When there's some, it means there probably will be more. And it represents skin damage during his life. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus says doctors will regularly monitor the president's skin for future issues. And if you get them early, it's a very small incision to take it out. If you wait long, it's actually a larger lesion and much more complicated. A mix of snow, sleet and rain is moving across the east. WWJ's Karen Carter is driving around Detroit. Vehicles out on the roadway are slipping and sliding all over the place. So uh, please be careful if you have to go outside this evening. If you're shoveling this evening, please be careful as well. But the roads are still just a mess and we still are expecting more snow. Actor Tom Sizemore has died. His manager reports he died in a sleep at a hospital in Burbank, California. Tom Sizemore was known for playing tough guy roles like the psychotic detective in Natural Born Killers. Put your hands where I can see him and step on the light. And the soldier caught up in chaos in Black Hawk Down. All right, we need to move out now. Perhaps his best known role was in the World War II drama Saving Private Ryan. Fall in. You gonna shoot me over, right? No, I'm gonna shoot you because I don't like you. But his personal life was also full of drama. He struggled with drug abuse and had run-ins with the law. He had been in a coma since suffering a brain aneurysm in February. Tom Sizemore was 61. Steve Futterman, CBS News. The U.S. is sending more aid to Ukraine. CBS's Cammie McCormick. This latest package is worth $400 million and it includes ammunition for artillery rocket systems and howitzers, as well as ammunition for Bradley fighting vehicles. This is the 33rd drawdown of U.S. arms and ammunition for Ukraine since 2021, drawing on Defense Department stocks. Alec Murdoch is behind bars tonight, sentenced to life in prison for the murders of his wife and son. I'm Stacy Lynn. Defense attorney Dick Harpootlian was quick to respond when asked if he thought it was a mistake for his client to take the stand. No. Maggie? He also called out SLED with how they handled the case. Maggie's phone would have had all her GPS data on it if they processed it within five days and all kinds of forensic things that weren't done. And when asked if they'll appeal... Ten days will be filing an appeal. Murdoch still faces charges related to his financial crimes. This is CBS News. Are you blind or losing vision? Do you feel like it's controlling your life and your decisions? Possibly limiting you? Well... I've been there. But through the National Federation of the Blind, I have learned that I don't have to allow blindness to define me. And you don't have to either. To learn more and find the support you need, simply visit blind.org. That's blind.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. WTOP at 1203. Good Saturday morning, March 4th. We finally made it to the weekend, everybody. Spotty showers towards daybreak ending breezy. Low in the 30s and 40s before we're done. We're at 48 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. 
Dean Blaine. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early weekend midnight hour ride, topping our local stories as we head into this Saturday morning together. We begin with a battle locally over transparency in Loudoun County. It was just last month the Loudoun County School Board voted not to release an independent report into just how the school system handled two sexual assaults by the very same student. We're learning now at WTOP that Virginia's Attorney General Jason Meares wants a copy. Apparently, his office has filed a subpoena for the report. At a court filing, special counsel in Meares for Meares says that the report is related to an investigation into former Superintendent Scott Ziegler. Ziegler was fired, you may remember, from that job and charged at that time with three misdemeanors last year. The family of a 22-year-old man shot and killed by U.S. Marshals in Southeast D.C. earlier this week speaking out this morning. No, he didn't have a warrant. I paid a bond for him to get out. Tiffany Scott was shocked by the news that her nephew, Alante Scott, was killed while deputies attempted to arrest him for a warrant. Y'all killed my nephew that was released from y'all custody. But after being released and paying bond, court documents show a judge issued a second warrant for Scott after he didn't show up for court last month. I need answers. We want answers, and I'm not going to stop screaming it until I get it. D.C. police say when deputies went to arrest Scott, he ran, pulled out a gun, then deputies fired. I want to know how I paid a bond for my nephew last week, and this week you slaughtered him in the streets. Shine Karen, WTOP News. A traffic stop locally in Montgomery County leads police to thousands of pills. Now this morning, one person is under arrest on drug-related charges. More than 2,000 pills were seized Monday. The first batch of more than 250 pills was found during a traffic stop on Georgia Avenue near Randolph Road in Silver Spring. 20-year-old Marcus Carter was driving a silver Mercedes with two other young men inside. After pulling the car over, Montgomery County police officers learned Carter was in violation of his learner's permit. They established reason to search the car, found the pills, Pills, cash, a loaded gun, and items related to drug distribution. Detectives searched Carter's home later that evening and found 1,800 more pills and more drug distribution items. And Carter is in jail without bond. The two young men with him were released without charges. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. WTOP, Saturday morning at 12.06. It is looking likely this morning the U.S. Senate will vote next week to block the district's new criminal penalties that were adopted by the D.C. Council recently. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller, Saturday morning. The Republican sponsor of the disapproval resolution, Tennessee Senator Bill Haggerty, has consistently said he thinks enough Democrats will get on board to pass it. I do believe that there's a very good chance that we will have a number of Democrat senators that will want to join this because I think they see the same issues that we do. Several Democrats now say they will back the measure and President Biden won't stand in its way with a veto. Critics of the new criminal code say it shouldn't lighten penalties for crimes like robbery and carjacking. But many D.C. officials say the GOP bill will undermine home rule and the district's right to self-determination. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. In the meantime, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser was with us here on WTOP Friday. She says if the bill does, in fact, pass, it only makes her more determined in the end to fight D.C. statehood. Let's face it, we have a Republican-controlled House of Representatives who have not been supportive or signed on for our statehood resolutions that have passed the House twice in recent years. So I think our focus has to be on continuing to protect 
our limited home rule. So until we get the political winds blowing in our direction again with having control of the House and the Senate with people who support democracy for the people of the District of Columbia, then we're going to keep the fight ongoing. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser on WTOP. After less than a year on the job, the leader of the D.C. Department of Buildings announcing this week he plans to step down from the role. The Washington Post reports that acting director Ernest Schroppa announced his plans to leave his post in a letter to the agency staff, giving no timeline or departure for the move. Schroppa started as the acting director of the DOB when it began its operations back in October. The DOB and the new Department of Licensing and Consumer Protection were created after the D.C. Council voted to split up the Department of Consumer and Regulatory Affairs back in 2020. Coming right up on WTOP after traffic and weather this midnight hour. A closer look at Fairfax police policies following an officer-involved shooting. I'm Michelle Morello. It's Saturday, March 4th. The weekend's here, everybody. We've made it. 12.08. Welcome in. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Carlos Ramirez with this is early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. We're still watching that accident scene on the outer loop of the Beltway. It's actually on the ramp that takes you onto Gallows Road. Again, this is southbound 495 in Virginia. The ramp that takes you onto Gallows Road 650 uh, is currently completely shut down. A single vehicle crash there seems like a vehicle did spin out. Remember, it is still wet out there, even if the rain's not coming down. If it has been wet all day, uh, things are going to be slippery. If you're headed southbound on I-95, I'm seeing a suspicious-looking delay after 123, but no reports of any accident scenes as of this very moment. 66 looks good. 395 is quiet, and so is the southeast-southwest freeway if you're making your way between uh, southeast and southwest. <laughs> Third Street Tunnel looks good, headed inbound. Any work zones that we may have had there on New York Avenue near the Third Street Tunnel, no signs of them as of now, but you're more than welcome to prove me wrong. Give me a call, one 304 wtop That's the traffic tip line, of course, if you see something blocking your way or that the public might need to know about. If you're headed on I-270, no issues southbound between Frederick and the Beltway. Eastbound side of I-70, a little slow, headed past your exit from Mount Airy. No reports of crashes just yet. And across the Bay Bridge, they do have wind restrictions in effect. That means if you have a large vehicle, you might feel that wind. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Your Saturday will be all about the wind. Starting off on a cool note, but not overly cold. Temperatures actually rebound back into the mid-50s for the most part. Some areas a little bit cooler to the north and west, but a nice afternoon with the exception of the wind. Winds could gust 40 to 50 miles an hour, and we have a wind advisory in effect through the 3 o'clock hour. Now on Sunday, much nicer, a little breezy, but warmer. Highs in the upper 50s to near 60. Monday, beautiful, high temperature of 61. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. You're at 48 degrees in our nation's capital. Right now, this check brought to you by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 1210. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. Let's wrap your business week with Jeff now. Some good news about inflation from a company that should know. Costco notes some of its own prices are starting to come down. Costco also reported record membership renewals. TSA PreCheck has reached a record, surpassing 15 million active members. Big Friday rally for the markets. The Dow up 387 points. That was 1%. The S&P 500 index up 1.5%. The Nasdaq finished the day up 226 points. That's 2%. 
Jeff Clable, WTOP News. Coming right up on WTOP Saturday morning in the midnight. Is inflation affecting local car insurance rates? This is Kyle Cooper. The father, a black man in a blue uniform. The mother, full of hope. When they welcome their newborn son, can they protect him in a world filled with danger? Washington National Opera presents the D.C. premiere of Blue, a profound story of grief and resilience after a death at the hands of police. See why the Music Critics Association named Blue the best new opera of 2020. March 11th through 25th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. WTOP at 1212. Team for weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. If you spend more time with your foot on the brake pedal than on the gas pedal, maybe you need to spend more time with us. The WTOP traffic team tells you where the problems are. There's a three-car crash on the Beltway. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th, around the clock. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Saturday morning, March 4th, 1212 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. After last week's shooting death of a shoplifting suspect locally by Fairfax County Police, the department's policies are being put under the microscope. It was the police chief who called in a D.C.-based police think tank. Chief Davis said, not only do I want to look at what happened here, but more importantly is to look at the big picture. Chuck Wexler is the executive director of the Police Executive Research Forum, and he says they'll be looking for departmental trends. And it's looking at body-worn camera video reports. It's talking to officers. They'll also be looking at policy or training deficiencies. They'll look for immediate observations of things the department could be doing. Then they'll follow that up with a deeper report later on. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. If you buy a car these days, a new one, you got to make the payments, right? Well, one car maker is considering a new high-tech plan if you miss one of those payments. Ford has filed for a patent that would let a vehicle of the future repossess itself. If you miss a couple payments, the onboard computer system could disable your car radio or GPS. Miss another and the air conditioner wouldn't work. The autonomous car of the future could drive itself to a spot to make it more convenient for a tow truck to tow it away. Or if it costs too much to repossess it, the car could drive itself to the junkyard. No indication that Ford is actually planning to build or install the system. Neil Logenstein, WTLP News. Inflation is driving up car insurance rates nationwide. They are up about 13% right now. But in the D.C. metro area, we're actually doing a whole lot better than most of the country. A new bank rate survey finds Virginia is the sixth cheapest state for car insurance. Maryland ranks 17th. When you throw D.C. into the mix, our area comes out as the third cheapest place to insure a car in the nation based on local incomes and other factors. The survey finds that the annual average premium for car insurance in metro D.C. is $1,711. That's $300 below the national average. Rates are up about $100 for a policy in Virginia this year and $40 in Maryland. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. The former mayor of College Park, Maryland, will spend the weekend in jail after being arrested on child porn charges. His bond review, originally scheduled for Friday afternoon, has been postponed apparently until next week. Patrick Wyon was taken into custody this week on Thursday. Wyon is married to an employee of Hubbard Radio, Washington, D.C., which owns WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 
Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Cruise fans are not only excited about 25 new ships coming online this year, but many of these ships are offering low introductory fares. But there are some other interesting changes. Many cruises are going for longer periods, not just seven-day turnaround trips, but voyages of more than 21 days at a time. And on a growing number of cruise ships, the day-by-day schedules have changed. Many ships are now sailing in the Mediterranean in April and May, also in September and October. And they're also offering longer, more emergency of shore excursions. And on some itineraries, the ships no longer arrive at a port at 7 a.m. and then leave at 5. Many are now doing overnights at these destinations. For more information, visit petergreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Start your weekend with original reporting. Welcome to CBS Saturday Morning. And the good things in life. Live music and variety. Bringing a little more wonder into the world. That's a great thing. Watch CBS Saturday Morning. Welcome to the weekend. On CBS. WTOP at 1216. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma. Not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Coming up this midnight hour on WTOP. There is much more to Amazon's plan than pausing construction on HQ2. I'm Megan Cloherty. How some students in our area are helping the earthquake relief efforts in Turkey and Syria. I'm Scott Gelman. Hey there, it's Luke Garrett with WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. Have you heard of Trank? Or what about Zombie Drug? Its medical name is xylazine, and it's showing up in Maryland's illicit opiate drug supply. This drug was made to put animals to sleep, but when combined with an opiate, it can cause flesh-decaying wounds. Tune in to the latest episode of the DMV Download podcast to hear how the state of Maryland is combating this emerging drug. We'll see you there. It's Saturday, March 4th, the weekend, everybody. It's here, 1218. Welcome in. Traffic and weather on the 8th. First, as always, over to Carlos Ramirez this early morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. The outer loop of the Capitol Beltway, that's southbound 495 in Virginia. The ramp that normally takes you onto Gallows Road is currently shut down. The accident scene happened in on the ramp itself, so we got to be extra careful there. It sounds like a single vehicle spin out. It sounds like it's just that one uh, car that did crash. So keep that in mind. You don't need another friend out there to uh, have an accident scene. So be extra careful if you could. That's southbound 495 on the ramp to Gallows Road. Now, if you're headed on 66, 95, or uh, any street inside the Beltway, 395, 66, GW Parkway, all running very nicely and smoothly. In Maryland, if you're headed southbound on I-95, 
on your approach towards 100. In fact, the ramp to Maryland 100 is uh, partially blocked with a crash. See, I told you, we're going to see a few of those tonight. Be careful, your brakes are slick. Southbound I-95, the ramp that takes you onto 100 has the right side uh, blocked. It does seem like traffic is getting by. Just be very careful and stay to the left side of that ramp. Keep an eye out for people walking around those vehicles as well. BW Parkway looks okay. A few pockets of slow traffic headed towards the Bellway, but that's just folks taking it nice and slow. Heeding my warnings, I'm sure. Across the Bay Bridge, they do have wind restrictions in effect. Looks like your standard traffic patterns, sure. But because of the weather, because of the high winds, they are uh, suggesting that you be extra careful if you have a larger vehicle that will be affected by those high winds. Of course, take the proper precautions. If you are headed along Massachusetts Avenue, an accident scene in Northwest D.C., right as you make your way past Waterside Drive, got a crash in front of uh, the embassies there uh, just after California Street. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 has been watching the rain move out of the area and farther to the north and east, and that means our Saturday is going to be a drier day. Still some wet roads out there now, so heads up for that. As you move on through the day, the big deal is going to be the wind, and a wind advisory is in in place across much of the region. That's why we have a weather alert continuing across our area. That wind advisory going until 3 o'clock. Winds could gust 40 to 50 miles per hour on your Saturday. Highs in the mid-50s for the most part. Sunday, though, much better. Point for a high temperature near 60. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 40 degrees in Rockville, 39 Ashburn, 46 District Heights, and we're looking at 48 degrees in Holding this midnight hour, Saturday morning, March 4th. Here on WTLP, brought to you this time around by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Check them out, newlookhomedesign.com. It's Saturday morning. Welcome in, 1220 on WTOP. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. Is it a major blow to the local economy? Amazon hits the pause button this week on the second phase of construction on its headquarters located in Northern Virginia, coming after falling profits and layoffs for the company, we're told. They just don't need the space yet. That's according to Amazon spokesman Zach Goldstein, who says there's capacity for 14,000 employees to work in person in Arlington. In June, Amazon plans to welcome 8,000 new employees into the first phase of HQ2, some 2 million square feet of office space known as Metropolitan Park. Sources say that the construction pause has nothing to do with the company's January jobs cut, nor is it indicative of future cuts. Arlington County's board members issued a statement saying in part, quote, we're confident Amazon remains committed to the second phase of this project and its benefits to the community, including affordable housing and the exciting partnership with Arlington Public Schools. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Fairfax County Public Schools already starting the hiring for the next school year, the earliest starts than in years past. Superintendent Michelle Reed tells WTOP this morning the school system expects to be fully staffed in the fall. We are thrilled with our current hiring efforts. Uh, We have had staff out at job fairs at different uh, colleges and universities. And we are thrilled with the caliber of candidates that are applying to be part of Team Fairfax. The county is hosting a job fair this weekend as part of those hiring efforts. There is no end in sight to the humanitarian crisis going on right now in Turkey and Syria, as you might imagine, after that massive earthquake there last month. But locally, some Fairfax County middle schoolers with ties to the region say they still need your help. I know some places that got damaged. Cooper Middle School student Azra Topo lived in Turkey for eight years. She's part of a group of kids who have launched supply drives and fundraising campaigns to assist relief efforts in Turkey and Syria. I can empathize with my friend because it's really sad. 16 members died from her family. Khan, who's in seventh grade, says his great aunt was trapped in the rubble in Turkey. I think she, like, 
like had like broken her shoulder. What happened? Basically, the whole building like collapsed. It all fell apart. The students have collected blankets and sleeping bags and have also raised thousands in donations. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Word this morning that Kelly Ann Conway and her husband George Conway are apparently divorcing. Page Six reports that they've lawyered up and are hashing out the details of the split. The Conways have made headlines, of course, for years over their political differences. Kellyanne, as you remember, served as former President Donald Trump's first campaign advisor during the 2016 presidential campaign, while her husband co-founded the Lincoln Project at the time with the aim of keeping Trump out of the White House. The pair married in 2001 and share four children. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Remodeling for how you live today. Here's Craig Dorosco, founder of Sun Design Remodeling, sharing how remodeling can bring family and friends together. You know, I think it's evolved over time. The The kitchen used to be a place where you'd prepare food. You know, I mean, I went into one the other day. The washing machine was right next to the stove, which was right next to the refrigerator on a wall. And it had a couple cabinets and it was a typical kitchen from the 50s and it hadn't been remodeled yet. And it's changed so much where people are actually entertaining in their kitchen. They spend so much time in their kitchen. I mean, it's where people will do their homework. They'll prepare food. They'll eat. They'll entertain. They'll play games. They'll work on their laptop working from home. That's really where the kitchen becomes the hub. Is your, your, It's the first room you go to when you come in. It's the first room you come down to after you wake up in the morning. Join Sun Design at their remodeled home tour in historic Clifton on March 11th. Featuring a kitchen, primary bathroom, and lower-level renovation. Visit sundesigninc.com. That's sundesigninc.com. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. WTOP at twelve twenty-five Saturday morning. Welcome in. Sports at twenty-five and fifty-five, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Our first midnight hit Saturday morning with Mr. Frank Hanrahan. Maryland women's hoops advancing on in the Big Ten tournament, knocking out Illinois 73-58. So Maryland advances to the semifinals, will face off against Iowa Saturday at about 5 o'clock from Minneapolis. In the regular season, the Terps and the Hawkeyes split the two games that they played. NHL trade deadline came and went on Friday. Capitals did not make any more moves, but they certainly did make a lot of uh, things happen the last six days as they traded away five veteran players. The New Look Capitals will face off against the San Jose Sharks at 6 o'clock on Saturday. Wizards with a late afternoon game as they have a rare back-to-back with the Toronto Raptors. Just beat Toronto the other night, and they face the Raptors at 5 o'clock on Saturday at Capital One Arena as the Wizards are inching closer to 500. The Nationals beat the Mets 11-6 on Friday as the pitch clock is getting a lot of uh, publicity in spring training. Yeah, they had 17 runs.
runs, but the game only took two hours and 24 minutes. Tiger Woods is going to skip the Players' Championship as he's getting a rest ahead of the Masters in April. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The weather we get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon. Welcome to Washington. Freezing rain moving into our area. Temps are expected to nosedive. Get the latest Storm Team 4 updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP 